what is up everybody welcome back to another episode of the uppercut podcast and today jeff mikey and i are here to discuss one of the best cards of the year so far maybe one of the better cards in the history of the ufc we can get into that ufc 290 what an amazing card it was we had a pun a bunch of fights i think we had 13 fights nine of them were knockouts and four of those were knockouts within a minute absolutely crazy statistics from this card um so just for our records overall, Mikey went six and three. The the Nyquil fight of the night, which was Jack Della Maddalena, was voided. We actually all went six and three. Uh, Jeff missed on his Hammy Sosa lock of the night, which was the Aussie Lay, uh, Volk, uh, Bobby Knuckles, oh, and Dan Hooker. We'll start off with the main event. Alexander Volkanovsky defeats Yair Rodriguez via TKO in the second round. After showing a wrestling kind of clinic in the first round Volk is able to just outstrike um Yair on the feet in the second round eventually overpowering him really beating him up bad and getting the TKO win an impressive outing for Volk I don't know who stops him in this division he is so fucking good and we can start with you Mikey what were your takeaways from this Volk performance tonight um there one of the things that I that just was sticking out to me was, is there anything this motherfucker can't do, man? Like, no. I just, uh, is there anything he can't do? I truly, honestly think, I, I know this is going to sound like a little far-fetched because obviously all-time list, he's not nearly as close to Jones. But I really think, like, for our generation, like the COVID generation UFC fans, I really think we're watching, like, our John Jones. Like, for I, us, like, viewership-wise. Like, this guy has... There's no test he can't pass. Like, he hardly loses to the lightweight champ. And every single thing he does, whenever he enters these pay-per-views, is so much different from the last. I cannot fucking get over it. It just astounds me. Like, when he goes into this Max saga, all everyone, everyone, all we're thinking is, well, he's going to have to wrestle. He's going to have to use his wrestling background to beat Max. Literally boxes his fucking head off. Comes in against the IR. We're like, eh, well, all he's done is fucking box for the last five years. I think I took note that in it since about 2019, he's average or he's only had about three takedowns in like six matches. So he's shown no strides in wrestling at all in the past fucking four years. He comes into this match and absolutely dismantles the next best featherweight in the world. Wrestling dominating ground and pound a Volk we haven't seen really at this form yet, or at least in a long time. He just brings something new to the table. Every pay-per-view, every challenger comes in lost. I don't think they know what to do. I don't think they have any clue of how to attack this guy. And I, I'd be lost if I was them. I don't know what you're supposed to do against a guy like that. Max comes in and gets his head box off. This guy comes in, gets literally fucking power bombed in a UFC fight. Like, I don't understand what you're supposed to do to beat this guy. I really think he is going to be the goat of our five, ten years, like generation. I guess you could call it. I think we're watching our John Jones right now. He's absolutely unbelievable, bonafide number one pound for pound. I know how to beat him. You crotch sniff. That's how you get it done. With the like, and, you really? it, and then you even hard... Islam did it. Islam Dude, couldn't yeah. even. I was about to say, and that hardly beat him. Like that did beat him, but it wasn't. I don't know if it wasn't it actually, a strong performance. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, he, I'm with you all the way. Like, I think he is the best fighter. As a guy, I missed out on most of John Jones. Volk is the best fighter I've seen. Um, he's the one where every single performance just builds off the last performance and answers any any questions that you may have. 
and he is so elite. And I, I don't know what more to say about Volk. I do know that it puts a wrench in the Islam situation because who is Islam going to fight now? We got word that Charles will not be ready for Islam in Abu Dhabi in September. Oh, who, who the fuck wants to see that anyways? Me, bitch. But I go on. Want, <laughs> but go on. I want to see it. But anyways, uh, do you? Well, but Jeff, go do you want to see him take Dustin Poirier now because he's not going to fight Volk because he has to get arm surgery. Wait, what happened? Well, Poirier's got to be Gaethje first. Yeah, af- yeah, exactly. So after, um, Volk yeah, says after his fight, he has to get arm Volk- surgery. Give him winner of fucking Gaethje and what you call it, Poirier. You're cool with that? Yeah, I've okay. been cool with that. All right, just checking in. Mike, you cool with that too? I don't think these motherfuckers want to see him fight Armin, to be honest. Oh, yeah, Mike, oh, Mike, yeah. Mike. We never got your opinion on this argument. So, do you think Oliveira should get the next fucking title shot or not? Um, I would like to see him get it, but is he deserving of it? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far. But there I'd like go. to see him get it. I actually, <laughs> I, I seriously fuck. I seriously <laughs> think Armin Sarukian. Armin Sarukian is the most deserving as of right now, especially if he beats Benil Darius. He's been the only one who's given Islam a run his whole tenure yet, dude. Who honestly, I love Poirier. He's a top three all time on my list. What the fuck's he gonna give Islam? What the fuck is Gaethje gonna give Islam? I don't think either of these guys give that. Like Gaethje, maybe a little bit because he's a wrestling background. Poirier, nothing. I don't want to see these two dudes get manhandled by Islam at all. All right. Well, you split the difference between me and Jeff's argument, so that's funny as fuck. Armin Zrukin is a guy that I have not heard brought up. I don't even know about... I don't know how I like about fucking Armin Zrukin either. That loss to Gamrot really is a blemish on his record that... Like, yeah, but that was, uh, like, a, that was like a fucking Jalen Turner loss to Gamrot. Like, both of those fights could have went either way. They were both split decisions that weren't the best split decisions. I'm not saying he oh, shouldn't no. have lost or won, but dude, everyone thinks Jalen Turner beat Gamron. He lost. I, I don't know. I think both of those were very clear, but I'm also fucking very, very high on the Gamron train. So who knows? Who knows? Um. All right. So yeah, we all picked Volk on this one. Hold on. Yeah. We got to note something, one more thing about this. Did you, I mean, I know Jeff did because we were sitting right fucking next to each other, but did you guys just take note on like how this motherfucker was literally dipping and dodging every one of Yair's combos. Like he had them written out in a book before the fight. Yes. I that was fucking that. insane. Dude. Yeah. Did you notice he ate a Yair head kick and then shook his head? Like, okay, that's what that tastes like. Which was yes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I think that's where, nuts. Uh, that's I think where he's he separates easily himself. number one pal for pal. I think I'm there too. I really do. Like, I, just the I way, don't even think it's close. Yeah. The way that he like, I don't know. It's like every fight is damn near like the greatest featherweight performance ever. He just yes. keeps one up in himself. He's like fucking Steph Curry with the three point record. It's yes. fucking redonkulous. Yes, and, yeah. he, he is the best featherweight of all time. I don't give a it's fuck almost, what DC says. I I feel like I don't know why, but I feel like it's almost like Khabib esque his domination. Jefferson, uh, Wemby just hit a fucking sick ass cross. Yeah, Wemby can eat my fucking nuts. Wet ass fucking (laughs) jumper from the mid range. It fucking didn't come close to touching rim. Yeah, Wemby would get his fucking shit slapped against Volk. <laughs> all right, that's a hot take right there. Goddamn. All right, all right, dude. Uh, but that is that is what separates Volk. I just want to say that's what separates Volk against all of his competition, dude. His ability to read his opponent, his stance switching. It's there's something that he does in the featherweight that no one else does. 
and he's uh, I, I dude i could just go on and on that motherfucker's just amazing dude he amazes yeah. me every time he fights i can't wait for him to fight again i don't care who it's against Ilya, fucking islam give me it all and do you guys <laughs> yeah. agree do you guys agree that he's the best featherweight all time over all though now yeah i've been saying this uh i i don't know enough like i i i wasn't really like around for the aldo type of or wait aldo or aldo aldo, aldo. <laughs> aldo. yeah aldo yeah no i wasn't around for i was at the i got into it at the tail end of the aldo run so i i'm not the guy to ask i hate i aldo. i don't even talk about basketball history on the podcast yeah because and i also feel like what you call it might be up there too mcgregor well, D- dc also said the fucking oh Holloway my god Wemby just fucking posterized a motherfucker Dude, fuck Wemby. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sidetracked. No, I, 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 I don't even talk about NBA history on the pod if I wasn't around. Like, I never have the Jordan debates because I didn't see Jordan play, and I feel like it, it's not the same going back and rewatching it. Oh, I right? do. Yeah, I have yeah. these debates. Yes, <laughs> it's just funny because it's like, I mean, you can look at stats or whatever, but I feel like it's different watching how they played, and there's just a lot of variables. Um, let's go to this co-main event now: Brandon Moreno and. Alexander Pantoja put on an all-timer. Um, this was an amazing fight. Pantoja gets a split decision victory over Brandon Moreno after it looked like, now maybe this was biased from the commentary team, but it looked like he was pretty tired um, and was about gassed out, but he did pull from some crazy reserves. Moreno slipping and dodging, really working the jab. He looked awesome. Um, this fight was really amazing and one for the ages and, I'll start with you, Jeff. Did you agree with the decision? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Pantoja, he definitely controlled grappled when it when it really mattered. But weren't the scorecards all fucky with this one too? Just yeah, they like had they a forty nine forty six. They had a forty nine forty six for um Moreno, and they had him winning the fifth, I think, which was not the one that he won. Yeah, I I don't get how that fucking happens, but. Either way, I definitely think it still went the right way. I think Pantoja definitely, definitely turned on the grappling when, like, right when he had to, because Brandon Moreno he would start stringing together a bunch of crazy combos, but then Pantoja would take him down. And dude, Pantoja's takedowns are fucking phenomenal. Like, we've seen Brandon Moreno; his his defense is pretty crazy, and Pantoja just took him down with ease constantly. And then I also really like Pantoja's fucking, what's to call it, close range like elbows and shit and strikes while like on the ground and all. He also hit him with like a crazy up kick at one point that looked like a fucking damn near knock, Brandon. Yeah, he really, I was, I was so impressed with um his just ability to not get one mentally broken because the way that Brandon was slipping and the way that he was boxing and the way that he just was not fatiguing, I that has to be so frustrating. So for him to keep his head about him was really impressive. Um, Mikey, did you agree with the decision? Yeah, I just I was just gonna reiterate kind of what Jeff said. I had pretty much the same exact thing written down. The the thing that dumbfounded me the most was how poised and composed he was in round five. He's never even been in a fucking five round fight ever since he's been in the UFC. And the fact that he went into that round as with that game plan as smart as it was, because the end of round four, like Jeff was kind of alluding to, Moreno's starting to find his stride. He outstruck him by 11 significant strikes in round four, and I think like 10 of those strikes were to the head. So Moreno's starting to find his stride, and 
that was a very like GSP or Kamara Usman esque like championship round. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure Pantoja knew it was probably two two was the most likely score or 38-38, however the fuck you want to twist it, going into round five. And that was probably the best decision he could have made was to just wear him like a fucking backpack. Yeah. Shout out to Moreno who broke his hand in the first round and fought through it. That is absolutely nuts. Um, He's he's awesome as well. This is a devastating loss for him, I think. But obviously he'll bounce back. I don't know. If I don't think ever... so because, you know, there's fucking nothing better in this this division than to give fucking Brandon Moreno a title shot. So <laughs> he'll be in seven straight. Yeah, I know. There's been a lot of controversy online about that. If it's going to be Roy Vall, Moreno, or who next? I, I don't know. We'll it's see. It's got to be Brandon, I feel like. Yeah, this fight was good enough that you should go for two, I think. This was awesome. He's, Brandon's got some motherfuckers on his ass, though, if he gets the title back. Got Albazi coming back. Kai Car friends can be back. Albazi, yeah. Albazi does not deserve it. He barely beat Car friends. But then again, it is fucking 2 Pantoja. It's like, man, it's unfair for fucking Pantoja. 4 technically. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some fucking murderers coming up for that belt. So whoever's got it, I don't think will have it for that long. Yes, it's that's one of the best divisions in the UFC as well. We all picked, uh, I believe we all picked, yeah, we all picked Moreno. So we thought he was going to be able to get it done. Um, obviously, that was not the case. Let's talk about this third fight here. And one of the most surprising outcomes of the night, I guess Drickus did get his nose <laughs> fixed. Um, and I guess that did really matter. Drickus Duplessis is able to, I guess it was a TKO, TKO Bobby Knuckles in round two. Um, I haven't seen a guy make a face like that. Did you see when he got hit and his eyes went up in the eye, up in the sky like that? Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely nuts. I don't know what, how to explain Duplessis to someone because he looks so strange, but he is beating all these crazy guys and getting better and better and not getting gassed now. Well, it was only two rounds, but he usually is gassed after the first round. I, I still He's lightning like in a bottle. Fucking, I still feel like he was gassed. I didn't think he looked gas at all. Jeff did know. say he, that early. Jeff was like, his mouth's open still. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dude, getting around one. Fucking, he was like chugging out of his mouth, dude. <laughs> one punch in. Literally, one jab in. He was fucking... <laughs> like, literally. It, I, I, I don't think it's fixed. I just think he... I mean, I don't want to say he got lucky, but I think he really caught Robert by surprise with his strength and the power he had on had on him. And like you like you said, that one shot, it really like it shut down Robert and fucking his eyes just they went to hell. <laughs> yeah, they they that was tough. Um and then afterwards, um obviously they have set the stage for Izzy versus Duplessis for I guess Dude Duplessis, like nine, I'm coming for you. Yeah, Dude, that was like nine like, 99% of my fucking life, I'm, like, happy I have my sense of sound. That was, like, one of the 1% I'm not, dude. Yeah. Like, I wish I was fucking deaf. That, that exchange, dude. That was brutally cringy and just fucking horrendous, dude. Yeah. It was- I don't even care that it was unprofessional. It just wasn't funny. It wasn't cool. Like, it just... There was nothing... I'm all for the shenanigans, but there was nothing, like, authentic or cool or anything about that. It was just a horrible, cringy wannabe fucking saint. <laughs> that was just, it was fucking horrendous, dude. Like, it was just, and to wear a pearl necklace choker up there while it's going on, like, what is going on? Are we in fucking La La Land? 
I just thought it was funny when his manager was like tell like holding him, like telling him something. <laughs> Dude, I t- I told Jeff and his boys, I'm like, I wish fucking Drickus would have crushed his fucking face right there in street clothes. I want that, that would have been I fucking that amazing. Too. I really wanted Drickus to swing on him. Um, yeah, I was an Izzy fan. Damn, I'm not really so an Izzy y'all fan are, anymore. I'm I'm actually still on the Izzy boat. I'm sorry to hear that. You must be fucking. You must have. I don't know. Must what? He's literally the best fighter in that division by far. I mean, I'm so. not saying it's fighting talent, but him as I mean, hated he's, it. he's one of the most cringy, worst human beings I've ever. Yeah, seen. but I mean, it he was, backs it up on where for, he matters. So for me, it wasn't any who of fucking the, uh, cares. For me, it wasn't any of the African stuff because I mean, I don't know shit about that, and I don't think three white dudes can say everything Drick has said is true i don't even I, understand why people are, i'm not saying you're arguing this he said did any of them bring the belt back to africa no do any of them train in africa no he's the only one who does so what the fuck who um, trains in africa Drickus, Drickus, and cameron salmon that's the only people kamara um, usman trains in fucking salt lake city like what the <laughs> fine fuck is going on he trains in colorado like what is going on here and yeah, everyone's he, like, "Is he's right? Is he's right? What? Is he's right in what sense? He claims to be New Zealand. He claimed to be Chinese like a week ago. What the fuck are we talking about?" Okay, we're back. Mike, Mike's anger somehow affected my internet connection and made me lose <laughs> it. So, anyways, yeah, the only the part that the only part that pissed me off is because I I don't really understand the um argument and I don't really care to educate myself on it because I think it's not my place at all and um. I think it's between them. It's two guys, you know, having a identity argument. And anyways, the thing that drove me nuts was that Israel was like, after Robert Whitaker lost, he was standing there and his manager was like holding his shoulders and he just kept going, I manifested this. I manifested this. Like he manifested. This is what I'm talking about. And it's like, dude, you didn't, why would you manifest a loss for Robert Whitaker? And then he gets in there and he's like, I manifested, I guess, so if I'm Bobby Knuckles, I'm like, were you praying that I lost so you could fight Drickus? What the fuck is that? No, he he has been saying that for a while now that he hopes Drickus get gets a what you call a convincing win so that he can fight him and shut him up. Yeah, but it's just funny that he he's has like, been saying that for months now. Just the whole manifesting thing is interesting. Um, but yeah, that's all. Okay, no, don't, don't don't fucking don't drink the Kool Aid, Max, please. I'm not <laughs> just don't don't drink the Kool Aid. Izzy is the whole reason. Can I started, we... Izzy's like the whole reason. What do you I mean? Watching. Don't drink the Kool Aid. He's the fucking most exci- most exciting fucking fighter. Damn near, literally. Is name it, a is... more exciting. Jeff. Name a more exciting champion. Jeff. Name I a can more active I champion. Can, I can find episodes of us saying he's boring. Yeah, but name a more name a more fucking active champion with a more exciting style. I'm not saying you're right or wrong, but I'm saying we can find episodes saying he's boring. Future and I didn't champion. say I didn't like watching yeah. his fights. I'm just saying I don't like him as a person at all. Future active champion, so, uh, Bilal Muhammad. Is gonna therefore, <laughs> I root against him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Izzy's the reason I started watching the sport, um, but I think he's he's kind of grown unlikable in my opinion. He's just kind of cringy. That's all. Um, okay. Let, I just, so, I, I think it's just... I think it's just weird to buy in. I think it's just too much to buy into all that when he's just so far and beyond the best I mean, after, fighter in his division. After the Pereira fight, I was like, this is dope. And then he started celebrating. I was like, this is less dope. But still, I, I, I enjoyed him after the Pereira fight. I was I, all in. I mean, when he backs it all up, I think I think it is pretty fucking dope. 
yeah, no, I mean, I was a full, like he, like I said, he's the whole reason I started watching the sport, um, in the first place, and I always had a thing for him, but recently he's just been kind of cringy. That's all. Um, like, I, I just, I feel like when we get on this high horse about like getting on him and shit, I just get flashbacks of like all the old heads fucking yelling at, at like fucking, what you call it, like Yasiel Puig and shit, back Yossi in like Puig, no in the MLB too. and shit, literally. Yeah. Like just are you calling me Garrett about Cole, bitch? Don't call me Garrett Cole. Shit. Don't call me. I'm Garrett calling Cole. you fucking who, hell who's no. the old motherfucker. I'm not Garrett. I'm Cole. calling you no. Leland. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. Leland, <laughs> the motherfucker smoking the darts in the dugout. Yeah, no, it, no, but it, but it's not that though. It's not that at all. Because I loved McGregor. I loved all the bullshit he brung. Because it felt authentically him, and it wasn't everything he said didn't make your fucking skin crawl. Everything this guy says makes this hair on the back of your neck stand up or makes you literally want to tuck under a blanket because it's so embarrassing. It's so secondhand embarrassment. You cannot tell me that that post-fight shit he did was not one of the most embarrassing things you've ever seen. I think Real time. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> it was. It was rough. just like so criminally embarrassing. And I understand. No one's perfect. Everyone makes mistakes. This is reoccurring. I'm going to make you skate like Elsa or what the fuck ever you said. This is like reoccurring with him. He's constant Captain Cringe. You know what, too? No one, no one gives Russell Wilson a break. Why the fuck should I give Israel Asanya a break? No one gives that Russell Wilson a break. That one is fair. No okay. one. <laughs> um, and can we talk about the fight again, a little more, too? Then again, yeah. Russell Wilson's past year and fucking Izzy's past year is very different. All right. Let's go to the, the fight itself. Yes. Max? Well, I thought you had something to say about it. <laughs> oh, uh, I was just going to say, if this – I'm not sure. We didn't really get to see his cardio tested. Dreykus I'm referring to that much to know if his nose is really fixed or not. But I do think this is kind of what we all feared out of Dreykus. Like, if he could match up his cardio, physical, and mental, because he's probably – I mean, outside of Izzy's reach, outside of that, he's probably the most physically gifted middleweight. Dude, he's a fucking tank. He's yeah. a big fucking boy big with with a pretty long reach too. Like he's a big fucking boy, and I think like the thing middleweights feared is that if he could like find it all together, cardio, mental, and physical, that he would be. I'm not gonna say unstoppable, but almost like Yoel Romero. Like I think he might be able to give Izzy somewhat of a run if his cardio can hold up. He might be able to throw a different look at him that we haven't seen in a while. Because when Izzy beat Yoel, Yoel was kind of old, so. That's kind of the look I feel Dreykus might be able to give Izzy a aggressive mix in wrestling, might be able to hit him with a bomb here or there. I mean, he might be able to make it interesting again now that Pereira's gone. I'm kind of actually looking forward to Dreykus moving forward. I'm I'm really upset Whitaker lost, but I kind of like the Dreykus one too. Yeah. It's like a double-edged sword. Okay, the next fight on the card, Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. This was my fight of the night on the card, and what a fight it was. I mean, both of these guys are so likable. Um and it's just, this was just an amazing fight. Both of these guys put it all out on the line, and you can't really ask for anything more. Um, no real wrestling, just all kind of a kickboxing fight, really. And, I mean, I don't know how you don't love Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker especially. I mean, this was just such an awesome fight. I picked Jalen Turner going into it. Um, I believe Je- yeah, Jeff picked Dan Hooker, and so did Mikey. Oh, I, yeah. thought, I thought Jalen Turner training with Hamzat might have fixed his cardio a little bit and fixed his wrestling, but he didn't use any wrestling and it looked like he gassed out. So I guess that wasn't too much. I guess the only training with Hamza, the only thing that did was make him miss weight. Um, 
I do think he had a bad weight cut, and that's <laughs> might have been what it was. He should probably move up after this, but damn, what a fucking fight. What a performance from Dan Hooker to outlast all that punishment. He breaks his, har- his arm sometime during the fight and is able to power through and keep it together. Um, so let's start with you, Jeff. What did you take away from this fight? I mean, like I said, going into this fight, Dan Hooker, he should, I just felt like he was a different level and he was going to bring Jalen to that, that dark, deep place. Yeah, and he, he did exactly that. I mean, he would eat, he would just eat a whole bunch of Jalen Turner's strikes on the way in and then just constantly throw fucking, like, video game-like combos. It, it was redonked. It was completely redonkulous. Eating and shin kicks. The way that to, he like, could just power through. Yeah, literally, just power through all of Jalen's shit and then keep giving it to him, keep giving it to him. I mean, he just showed there's complete different levels to this. And as well as make weight while Jalen didn't, I mean, he, he, he literally just on and off fucking the mat showed him there's levels to this. For real. It was absolutely insane. What did you think about this, Mikey? Uh, I wanted to touch on the head kick again real quick. Dude, that fucking head kick could have knocked a fucking elephant off its feet. Like, that head kick that Hooker ate was... That was yeah. one of the hardest head kicks I've ever seen someone just eat and continue to fight. That was insane. At Hook, as much damage as Hooker's taken the last three, four years, the fact that he can eat that is... I mean, it's otherworldly. And Hooker, I, it wasn't quite as good, but I kind of made the comparison to Holland Wonderboy, and that's kind of where he took it. Like, uh, round two and three, I mean, he just took over. Rounds two and three, Hooker landed significant, 61 significant strikes to the head compared to Turner's only 47. I mean, he just figured it the fuck out. There was nothing really I didn't think Turner could do in round three. Two was a little closer. Round three, Hooker ran away with it. And I think we were mentioning it a little bit earlier in the beginning of the episode. Another horrendous fucking scorecard, boys. Yep. Jesus Christ. So a uh, man by the last name Bird gave Turner round three. Fucking Bird Brain. Yeah, fucking. I can't remember what his first name was, but he gave round, Turner round three. Every single other person had Hooker as round two and three, and two being the closer round. So I don't know what the fuck he was watching. Just horrendous, horrendous by the UFC again. And I know it's like an athletic state commission thing more than the UFC, but that needs to get figured out. That was just fucking horrible. Horde. It was tough. Uh, the scoring is rough. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fix is. We, we I feel like it's every single card there's an issue. So there was two on this card. Um, I don't think it swayed anything too much, but it is. it is just such a problem. Um, what do you think is next for Dan Hooker, Mike? I don't know. I was thinking about this after the fight, too. I don't like, does he continue to fight up and try to get back in the mix? Because, like, I don't think he's going to be like, he got manhandled by Islam. So I don't know. I mean, I guess sit back and take exciting fights, try to get fight of the night bonuses and try to get a couple checks for he's out. I, I'm not sure. I was more curious to hear what you guys thought about Jalen Turner going forward. Because he took two really unfortunate losses these last two. Like, no loss respect losses, but still losses. Yeah, he's got to go up. He's got to go up and wait for sure. I mean, yeah, in weight class because these cuts are getting I don't know because that's his whole, like, thing is 
being bigger. I, I don't know uh, how moving up will really help him. Well, he's not making weight now, and he's gassing, so he's got to uh, go up. He's got to so keep yeah, he can't. He's gonna, still going to be relatively big um, if he goes up. I mean, he's not going to be bigger than everybody, but he needs to go up, I think. I think he would still be I, probably I taller he, than everyone. Then he's but... got to go, what, go up to 170? To welterweight, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough – He's that, he's got a tough road ahead. That's the biggest out. jump. I know, but he's got a other he's than got, fucking light heavy heavy. I mean, you're missing. He's missing weight, and he looks bad when he makes weight. So, I mean, what are you gonna do? He's got to do something different. Yeah, I, I don't know because he's an extremely well, the good talented thing is guy he, too. He's young, too. He's relatively young, isn't he? Yeah, but weight cuts get way harder as you get older too. So it's like, what what's your like? What are you? What is he gonna do here? I love him, and I want him to fucking be successful. So I hope he figures something out because. Yeah, really I, right I'm here. with you guys. I don't know what he's gonna do. He's he's in a really tough predicament right now too, because he could have possibly won the decision against Gamrot, but he lost, and then he loses this one. I mean, it's gonna be kind of hard. He's gonna have to fight back, and fighting back in this division fucking sucks. Because you have to fight some fucking animals, dude. Like if Ismagulov decides to still fight, you gotta fight someone like him or like steamroller for vola like that's the guys you're fighting back you're fighting some fucking yeah. animals just to get back in the rankings so i don't know i agree with jeff though i think welterweight would be a fucking tough go at it for him too yeah i just don't think he can continue to make this weight here so i don't know um okay let's go i mean we're just gonna we're not even gonna really go through this one the bone nickel val woodburn fight uh just except mikey tried selling us some fucking wolf tickets yeah. what the fuck was that mike Talking about Val, Val can win. Dude, by the start win. of the Bo Nickel fight, didn't even, his whole family didn't even believe in him. Come on, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Come by the, on. by the whole, up. that's fucked up. By the whole, uh, it's fucked up, but it's the truth. Come on, by the no start way. of the, by the start I'm of the, tired of a bunch of fucking people. Too many people said that fucking Bo Nickel was going to lose, and then Bo Nickel completely fucked him up. Yeah, but you exactly. know what? But you know what? No one called it this way, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I, all these motherfuckers tried telling, tried selling us wolf tickets, including you, Mike. That fucking what you call it, Val was gonna go out there and beat them all. No, the but no, what did, me some but what did I? What did I <laughs> tell what you? Happened? What did I tell you when you came over? I said Bo's gonna win, but I would like to see Val win because I love seeing upsets that big. That would have been amazing to see. Yeah, yeah, we all and, do, but come on. And but the thing, but the thing is, everyone acts like they're a fucking mind reader. Like everyone acts like they predicted fucking Bo getting a knockout in the first thirty seconds. Like no one predicted that, dude. People yeah. predicting him wrestling to death, sure. No one predicts him fucking winning like that. I did that. say he was going fucking mix it up a little more. I'm not saying you didn't. Okay, maybe one percent <laughs> of the people who picked. Yeah, this fight. I know, but the I, fact that that. More people on verdict pick fucking Val than pick Dracus is ridiculous. <laughs> well, criminal, yes, I agree. That is criminal. But I think that's more of a fuck beef thing. <laughs> um, well, I picked Bo to be fair. <laughs> that first punch, boys. Oh my god, that first punch is the face that Val made. Oh man, I felt so bad for him. I'll, I'll be honest. When I saw that Twitter of him going by himself, I was I threw another fifty cents on him. Not gonna lie. Another <laughs> fifty. <laughs> I ended oh, up losing a whole fifty cents. My original one was fifty cents for five bucks, and then it was he. His number went from he started off the the day at like plus twelve hundred. He went all the way to plus nine eighty. So a bunch I was of money. Playing the Powerball on fucking Val. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. So, 
So what's uh? I wanted to ask you guys what's what is Bernickel ceiling really champion or what? What do you guys think right now? Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> no doubt. I Probably. mean, he's not beating no slouches. I mean, no, like, I, I'm even I, th- he, even though nobody fucking believed in Val, he he still he still was something. He still had something cooking. He was still seven to zero. He's still a professional fighter too. Yeah, no doubt. And Jamie Pickett. Was, also, I mean, he was no slouch. He's going to be a huge, huge favorite against Trayshawn Gore. He's definitely not no slouch. I, I think him, Bo's really all that. Give him. I think I want him somewhat to get something a little bigger. I don't think he's going to for another two or three fights. One thing I think about Bo, though, yeah. I think I think he very well could get the fucking. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong, and I'm not saying this is him because he doesn't make the fights. I think he definitely could possibly get the Sean O'Malley treatment too. Like, yeah. I think he might only have yeah. to fight one or two ranked guys to get a title fight. I'm just waiting for Trey well, yeah, with, v. with how bad this fucking... Wait, this he is middleweight. He's right? middleweight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for some reason I kept thinking he was Walter for a second there. But, yeah, wait, how, how, like, just... Almost one side, like one dimensional, the what you call it, top of middleweight is. And like we said, Drake is about to get a title shot, and his guess he's still fucking mouth breathing one minute in. So I, <laughs> I, I think Bo can easily get fast tracked and easily win his way here. I mean, we just saw Alex Pereira do exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think so too. My answer was yes too. I just think it's because of that is a huge reason though. He's, he's like, and it's not his fault because that's the weight he is, but he lucked out being in the middleweight because he doesn't have to really go through a gauntlet to get to the top either. True. I also can't wait for Bo Nickel versus Hamzat. Just, oh, I'm just going to sit there with a <laughs> smile on my face, just enjoying. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to see Bo Nickel fight Vittori, to be honest. Maybe not next, but within the next couple of fights. I think that's, that's a good one. Ridiculously too. interesting. Cause that's like, I don't know who you take on that. That's splitting hairs. Yeah, but I think they give him someone. fucking people he can fucking steamroll, not gonna lie. I think they give him oh, a bunch yeah. of stand up guys. I think three yeah. more fights probably until he fights top ten. Yeah, I think you're both right. Um, okay. Let us talk now about the co or the well, the main prelim. Um, we finally saw a retirement fight go the right way. <laughs> Robbie Lawler gets the Picture perfect knockout over Nico Price in 38 seconds of round one to end his amazing career. Um, what a heart, weirdly heartwarming moment. I mean, he just knocked the fuck out of some dude, but it was heartwarming. Um, yeah, yeah, it was Thank awesome. Fucking Nico Price to hell. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a wonderful uh, way to end his career, and I was so happy to see that happen for Robbie Lawler. And yeah, I mean cool to see some emotion out of him and everything and just a super fun way to finally finally we got a retirement fight that ended well so we'll start with you on this one mikey how did you feel about the robbie lawler retirement ko oh amazing dude watching him cry after too the whole thing was just amazing i thought i think jeff brought this up too when we were watching it i think it was fucking great too how he was the uh main prelim because then they get that long break so they did like the whole uh they did like his career highlights. He was crying. He talked to Rogies for a while. Like they did it perfectly for that. Like if he would have been like the opener on the main card, I don't even think he would have got the highlight reel. I think they would have just jumped right into the next fight. They yeah. did it perfect. Yeah. I'd love to see Lawler go out like that. That was just it was fantastic. Yeah. Um my or Jeff, 
what did you feel about the uh, fight? Yeah, I mean, for a motherfucker who's done it all in the sport, it it's a great way to fucking go out, no doubt. It it's damn near like fucking. I mean, I hold this one close to my heart. I think, uh, I I don't know. It wasn't a championship, but still, fucking getting that crazy KO. It's like Ray Lewis winning the fucking Super Bowl and then retiring on top. It just nothing's better, man. Yeah, I I'm with you. Um, all right, let's move on now to my fucking guy, Tatsuro Tyra, getting the win over over the scariest <laughs> looking dude in the in the UFC, Edgar. Chires, uh, that was pretty interesting fight. Tyra needs to work on that chin. I mean, he has a chin, but he's like he was getting tagged. Um, his grappling though, I mean, Chira has put up a really good fight, and you know, really, I think this was the biggest test for Tatsuro. Um, I hope that he takes some lessons from this one and continues to grow. But he gets it done, gets the win. The one thing that drove me nuts was a couple things. Herb Dean, um, first should have either warned or moved the toes out of the fence for Chires sooner. Cause he was literally manipulating transitions and positions with the way that his toes were in the fence. And then the second part was him telling um, Tyra not to do 12, six elbows, but Tyra not speaking English and thinking that he was showing him how to do the proper elbowing technique. That one had me fucking rolling. That was just a great moment. Um, <laughs> but overall awesome fight for the boy. Great win. Uh, we can start with you on this one, Jeff. How did you feel about the Tatsuro Tyra performance? We all picked him to win as well. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly how I saw this one going. Tatsuro just, he mixed it out perfect. He wore on him. It it was a great performance by Tatsuro Tyra. Yes. Oh, I forgot to give you shit about your Nico Price pick real quick. How did that go? <laughs> you, yeah, sat here, uh, you sat here and tried to sell us on Nico Price when me and Mikey wouldn't. Hey, like, hey, hey, uh, it's not my fault that I've, I kind of forgot that UFC was going to make cut cut Nico a check and make him take a fall for fucking get the Robbie fuck Lawler out of here with this horse shit. You know, get the fuck out of here. On top. Bad take. Another bad a lot of bad takes from you tonight. Um all right. <laughs> Mike, how did you feel about the Tatsuro Tyra fight? Yeah, I'm with you Max. I'm I'm in. I'm in. I Finally. was still kind of on the fence. Welcome I mean, aboard. I like I, I liked him before this fight, but I was still a little on the fence. But now nah, I'm in. He's he's a damn good fighter. I think I noted before the fight, he's definitely one of the more well-rounded guys under 25. So yeah. he's just he's a damn good. I mean, there's not really a whole lot to say about him. He's a damn good fighter. There's, he really has no weaknesses. Offensively, he's pretty damn sharp. Defensively, he's pretty sharp. He's got a lot of movement, high motor. I like him. Yeah, there's still room available, Jeff. If you wanted to hop on, um, me and Mike have the better, the two. Good I don't seats. know. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still not fully sold on them. I don't know. I mean, this island that I'm cultivating of Tatsutara <laughs> Island, there's still, there's still some room. I've got the, I've got the suite <laughs> on the island. Mike has a little shack. You can right next we'll to Pat Barry and fucking Epstein's <laughs> Island. Huh? Nope, nope, nope. All right, all right. No, no, no. That's a different island, different area code, different time zone. Um. All right, next fight on the card. Denise Gomes gets a 20-second knockout over Yasmin Uruguay. What a fucking performance from Denise. We did not pick this one. I did not see this one coming. We can start with you, Mike. What did you take away from this 20 seconds of Denise Gomez? 
I mean, dude, just an amazing, amazing fight for International Fight Week. And I love when these young fighters, she's 23. I think your guy was only 24. I love when these young fighters make their names in these huge cards, too. Because one thing I hate is to watch someone fumble the bag on a monster card, dude. Like when they get on, like when they stack a card with like John Jones is the main event and they're on and all eyes are on them and they just shit the bed. I love to watch it amazing i think both these women have a really bright future going forward yasmin just got caught that's no knock to her shame to her game she just got caught horribly and that happens to everyone i mean it happens to all these fighters i'm sure even if not on the biggest stage it happens when they're sparring it happens to literally everyone so i for real i have nothing but faith in these two going forward i agree i i just it was like an unfortunate knockout but it was so sick um jeff what was your takeaway from this one I mean, you guys kind of summed it up. I mean, I think you guys summation fucking about <laughs> tripled the fight time. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of sad to see Yasmin be this hyped up and get fucking dropped like that. But other than that, it's fucking damn fucking phenomenal knockout by fucking Denise. Next fight, Menafield submits Jimmy Crew, who goes to retire i think he gets talked out of it um wait he got talked out of it his 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 uh i don't know if he got talked out of retiring but his corner told him to go pick his gloves up so i think Aww. they knew that it was heat of the moment anger but holy shit um i just feel bad for him i do think it might be time for him to wrap it up cuz it's just I yeah, feel bad me for too. Jimmy his fucking stand up stinks yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I i'm not going sugarcoated at all he fucking he can't he can't stand and and being that damn big, you're going to fight fucking strikers every other fight at least. Yeah. So tough for Jimmy Crew. Good win for Alonzo Menafield. Finally gets the actual win. Uh, no, we no longer have to see that fight and it happened anymore. Uh, Mike, how did you feel about this one? Yeah. I, this to me just kind of showed we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Like some of these higher up weight divisions just goes to show how, like, and this is not a knock to anyone any fighter if any even listening but like 10 to 15 in some of these higher divisions is so fucking weak talent wise like yeah. i i honestly i said to one of jeff's boys i was like i cannot believe jimmy crute was ranked like i don't even um, know why he was like i don't know why he was in the ranking or what got him there like i'm sure he's a talented fighter but i just would have to think in my head there's 15 other better like heavyweights like i I could be completely wrong, but I would have thought that there's there's a very big talent gap from like light heavyweight, middleweight, and heavyweight from one to five, and then ten to fifteen. The fucking talent gap is so immense; it's insane. It really is. Um, okay, the next fight on the card was Vitor Petrino and Marcin Pradachnio. Um, Unfortunately, our Polak brother Marcin Pradachnio gets submitted by just an absolute monster in Vitor Petrino. Um, Mike, do you think it's time to consider him as a budding contender, Petrino? I I thought so. Like, yeah. That guy didn't look bad anywhere. And like you said, yeah. he is a big bastard for 25. He is fucking jacked beyond belief. And he is huge. 6'2 with a 77-inch reach. I mean, that's big for like just about any division. Yeah. He's a big bastard. He looked good everywhere. He hits like a truck. He got his first career submission, I think it was. I mean, he's yep. just – he's supremely talented offensively. Got a little work to do defensively still, but 
I mean, and like we were just talking about, he's a light heavyweight. I think he could probably beat some of these guys in from about 15 to 20 in the light heavyweights right now. So I don't see why any reason he's not a budding contender. Completely agree. Jefferson? Yeah, I mean, and I, I want to pick more apart uh, Prochino's game. I mean, his his chin is really like what I pictured Dreykus' chin was going to be like in the fucking Roberts fight. Like, just slowly, slowly getting worn away, getting worn away, and then complete nothing at the end. Because at the end, he was getting hit, and he was fucking done. And it just, it kind of, you could see the slow, like, development. He just got more and more worn down, worn down. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Cameron Simon against Terrence Mitchell. Cameron Simon finally throws, has a fight with no illegal strikes thrown, which is cool, and he gets the KO win over Terrence Mitchell, who's a, who's a good fighter himself. Do you guys want to come over to Cameron Simon Island? Because I also have, it's right next to Tatsutaira Island. They have a little <laughs> sandbar that connects the two. I don't know if you guys want to hop over there with me because I'm all the way fucking in. I've had a mansion built there already by hand because I've been here for so long. Um, I'm all in on this dude. He's good everywhere. He's got the striking, the BJJ, the fucking... I know people are like, oh, or DC was like, oh, Cameron Simon does not like to be on his back. Where? He was on his back against Kozlo, got out of it. He was on his back against Mitchell, gets the fuck out of it, and gets to take TKO. I think he's all right with being on his back. Um, Weird that he kissed his training partner. Yeah, I know. Tough transition into him kissing his training partner on the lips, too. That was a different thing. um, (laughs) All right. We Jeff, are you gonna hop on that island with me? Or are we? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Fucking, you're kissing trainer partners and shit on that island. I don't know if I'm <laughs> hopping over, but <laughs> that, yeah, that's only but, in the water. But dude, Simon's a fucking dog, no doubt. I mean, he passed this test with flying colors. I mean, we all thought there's a possibility he might beat himself again, and I mean, he didn't. And not only did he not fucking beat himself, he completely dominated. Yeah, he really did. Mike, are you joining the island? My jo- dude, did you just hear the rant I went on earlier? Of course I'm joining the island, dude. He's the only <laughs> other true African outside of Dragons, okay. of course. Right. <laughs> of course. reason to join the island. Yes, right. of course. And you know what? Even if he kisses his training partner in the mouth, maybe that's what they do. Maybe that's just culturally <laughs> what they do. At least well, he's not they a give fucking Dr- cringe turd. They give Drickus a honk <laughs> on the cock after... You see that video? I think he was cup checking him. Dude, you guys he are honking cock. He I think he was making sure his fucking cup was What's in check. Going you, on you on cup check, dude, you cup check with knuckles. You don't fucking do the full finger pads on the dink. That's, dude, well, that's let me tell you, you one thing. It's it, For them, it's weird that we're all circumcised. So what the fuck? All right. It's so just so cultural next, differences. Next fight, <laughs> Shannon Ross versus Jesus Aguilar. Uh, fucking headshot bang, dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> Jesus Aguilar gets the just a perfect punch, a straight. He, get, he knocked him out on a straight too. Um, Shannon Ross, you think he has brain damage, Mike? After that one, because that was yeah, when he was the chat. It, I kinda... it, yes, I think that is what I texted you guys, and I wasn't even trying to be funny. Those no. knockouts like that, where they don't catch themselves and their head bounces off the ground, make me cringe, dude. This they like, sc- I love this- being a. UFC Sorry. fan, like, 90% of the time. That's, like, 10% of the time I don't, dude. That makes me very uncomfortable. I'm with you, too. The, the scariest... Did you see when they were announcing the fighter? He was... His eye... He was blank, dude. He was blank staring. Like, the win, I mean. He was blank staring it. 
He didn't even oh, clap yeah. or anything. He was fully he was not conscious. Yeah, most of well, most of the time they get up and they walk like they just like doze around. They have no fucking clue where they're at. That's just like yeah. I don't know. That was ugly. And I kind of like I like when guys like Aguilar too. He went back, kind of made sure he was all right after. It's like seemed like a respectable stand up guy. I like yeah. him. I like Aguilar like a lot. Um, Jeff, how did you feel about this one? Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much the same as that fucking women's knockout. You guys fucking pretty much hit the nail on the head. Aguilar fucking absolutely. Oh, man. What a fucking knockout. I mean, that was another one of those ones where you just blink and you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I'm with you. And then just kick off the night. Camila Kirk, Kirk rather, um, loses against Esteban Rivovic. Um yeah, Kirk just kept going for those takedowns. Um, he wasn't doing too much with them, and Rubovich was able to get the win there. Um, the good striking, too, in between the times when they were standing up and not you know, on the ground was really good for Rubovich. And, yeah, I was really impressed with his performance. We don't have to go super in-depth on this one. But overall, great, great card. I, do you, you guys agree the best of the year so far, correct? Yeah, yeah easily. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, oh, no, it might get passed up this coming up week. Yeah, Holly then Holly Holm fight, week? Holm, oh, Holly Holm fight week. Holly Holm there, fight week. There is one shining star, though. They said JDM is going to try to get on this one. Saw they that. said he's yeah. staying in Vegas to try to get yeah. on it. Yeah, but nobody Holly. wants JDM. Let's be real. No, yeah. fuck nobody no. Wants why, why would they? <laughs> hey, I heard he's fighting Holly, but that was just me. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would sell me on this fight. I, is it weird to like watch the everything up until the main event and then just shut off the main event? Yeah, that's Holy fucking that's insane. I know. Yeah, I dude, just, it might have to happen, dude. I can't it, watch Holly Home. That's the Holly anymore. Home fight week. Yeah, Holly Home fight week, dude. It's dude. You, did you see the it. fucking killer third fight on the card? That's the one that stood out to me. That might be worse. Walt Which Harris taking on Josh Parisian. Dude, oh, that's gonna be a yeah. sloppy mess. Hell boys. yeah, dude! Remember my my heavyweight fight, uh, my heavyweight fucking rant from a while ago. Oh yeah, that's gonna be this right here. What about Daria versus yeah. Jin Young Park? Oh my god, the fucking yeah, players. Daria's back. Daria, dude, at back least we have Terrence McKinney for... and it's fucking all the way in the bottom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you saw that? Yeah, what the like, fuck, what the man? hell is that? He's got more name value than everyone but Holly Holm on this card. <laughs> Prado, dude, lock that Prado pickup. Minus yeah, 130, that's a he's fucking a fucking lock. cannon, dude. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking lock. He's dude, only this, like 20 or something, or 21. This might be the worst card I've ever seen, honestly. <laughs> this is dog shit. Oh, my God. We're, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to save it for our fucking... Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this is We're going to have three fights <laughs> to cover next week. This is terrible. This is yeah, why, it's, it's... as much as I love stacking cards, that is just unacceptable. Yeah, that's the a card... fucking tough one, dude. And the is fact that in that... the apex too, Christ, it's in the fucking apex. I bet. Of course. Oh my god. Do you think be. they're going to have this, dude? Do you think they'll be able to sell yeah, you, tickets? Yeah, you can't this? sell that shit. Come oh on, my god. <laughs> Jesus, dude, it's that's... hard to be a fan yeah. of the sport sometimes when you have to fucking waste your Saturday watching that. That's a criminal yeah, one. This past a, Saturday is the perfect Saturday example sense. of why this we Saturday, are I was fans like, of this sport. 
I know exactly. I've just I was thinking about the fights all day today, so I'm glad we got this done. Thank you all for listening. We will be back later in the week to cover that absolutely dog shit card coming up on Saturday. <laughs> so thank you all for listening. We'll be back soon, and peace. Thank you.